Hey everybody, Josh Searson of World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and as the article here from the Washington Examiner says, I'm out of here. Joe Rogan announces he's leaving Los Angeles for a little bit more freedom in Texas, and we are going to go into all of that and more today. But first, make sure to hit that like button, um, share this on social media to help us get around the shadow banning. Check those links below. There's multiple things um, linked in the description as well as the comments of this video. We are 100% viewer funded, so you can find our GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, our Bitcoin address, and multiple other cryptocurrency addresses below. And of course, join us on Float.app, BitChute, Minds, and Library because we won't be on YouTube much longer. And also, make sure to uh, join our newsletter at www.iambanned.com. Com. All right, enough of that. Let's get into these stories because as I showed this article on the screen, I'm out of here, says Joe Rogan. Well, um, there's a lot of reasons for Joe Rogan to be out of California, as a Zero Hedge article says. U.S. recovery stalls as food bank lines reemerge, as this article here says, and I quote, I would literally do any other job right now. Workers are leaving the restaurant industry in droves. Can you blame them? Um, we have articles like this one. The numbers tell us the economic recovery is dead and businesses are failing at a staggering pace. We are seeing the economy crater right now due to um, layoffs, homeless rates, poverty skyrocketing, basically the complete destruction of the economy, blaming it on coronavirus, but that just being the catalyst. Obviously, the government is putting a lot of people on the streets right now. And let's let's get into this Joe Rogan story here, because I think this really does play into the sentiment of a lot of people uh, nationwide in the United States who are trying to leave the more centrally planned areas, even if they are on the left, because of the economic struggle of living in those in those conditions, whether it be totalitarian or economically having no incentive. And we're going to go to Tim with that uh, shortly as a certified financial planner. But first, let's get into this article. As the Zero Hedge article says, the exodus begins. Joe Rogan is leaving L.A. for Texas because he wants a little bit more freedom. And as the article goes into, we have often wondered why people pay for the privilege to live in places like California, where taxes are sky high, likely heading higher. The government is bloated and intrusive and Democratic leadership seems to have no real interest in either being fiscally responsible or lately maintaining law and order. Perhaps that's what the world's most popular podcaster Joe Rogan has also wondered because according to a new report by The Blaze, Rogan is on his way out of California and heading to Texas because he wants a little bit more freedom. <laughs> a little bit. On one of his latest podcasts, Rogan said, I'm out of here. I'm going to Texas. I just want to go somewhere in the center of the country, somewhere it's easier to travel to both places and somewhere where you have a little bit more freedoms. As it continues, also, I think that um, where we live right, right here in Los Angeles is overcrowded. And I think most of the time that's not a problem, but I think it's exposing the fact that it's a real issue when you look at the number of people that uh, are catching COVID because of the overpopulation issues. All right, Joe, as it continues here, it says, when you look at the traffic, when you look at the economic despair, when you look at the homelessness problem, that's accelerated radically over the last six years, seven, ten years. I think there's too many people here, he continued. Uh, and I quote, I think it's not tenable. I don't think it's manageable. And every mayor does a job of doing it because I don't think anybody could do a great job of it. I think th there's certain things 
you're going to have to deal with when you have a population of whatever the F LA is. It's like 20 million plus people, Rogan said. Several months ago, Rogan had said the coronavirus lockdown had enticed him into the idea of moving. And I quote, if California continues to be this restrictive, I don't know if this is a good place to live. I might jet. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is silly. I don't need to be here. And anyway, let's get into this because there's a lot of incentive for someone like Joe Rogan to move to a place like Texas. Obviously, no state income tax, etc. And we can go into the tax issue. But also, there's a massive exodus and has been for years from California, New York, and New Jersey to places like Florida, Texas, Arizona, and Nevada. And obviously, the, the majority of people that live in Las Vegas, for example, where I lived for several years, um, were from California. They weren't from Nevada. And a huge population here in Arizona, where we are right now, just outside of Phoenix, um, it's very similar. The, tons of Californians here and for a multitude of reasons. So let's talk about this, Tim. First of all, what is the upside of getting the F out of a place like California? I mean, California even has things where it's not even just financially and financially, if you, if he is getting paid a hundred million dollars, that's like $13 million just in state tax savings alone. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty big reason, but then, you know, I know he does have children and, and, uh, California has certain mandating mandatory vaccinations where, uh, you know, I'm sure the coronavirus, I'm sure, I don't know if they've already done it. I don't give any ideas, but they're probably going to mandate having a coronavirus uh, vaccination over there. So if you have small children, that's another way, uh, to go ahead and, uh, and do that. I am also a, economic and freedom refugee from the uh, communist uh, country of New York myself. And I know, you know, not too far away from Canada, upstate New York. That's why I don't have the, uh, the, uh, the accent, but when you, but the place I, I started my career in was Rochester, New York. Rochester is in Monroe County. Monroe County actually has the highest property tax as a percentage, not overall, you know, dollar value because the homes don't cost as much there. Uh, in the country, I think when I lived there, it was like 3.512 and now it's even higher than that. So that's like you're paying your closing costs the minute, every single year. And so when you're doing that, and then all of a sudden people move out of there and you get the, a lot of times it's the best and brightest. So I do know some very, very smart people that still live up in that area. And we've got a lot of friends who still live in that area, but I take a look around and who are the best and brightest people who are up there. And most of them have all moved throughout the country to a lot of times to, you know, warmer places, uh, you know, shout out to Syracuse, but that is the snowiest place in America. And who the heck wants to live there? I know I don't. And then there, you know, but it's not only that, I mean, you can't have guns. And if you try to get guns to even through, uh, you know, if you're able to get a pistol permit, which is not even easy to do, then you can only have, I don't even know what the laws are now, like nine bullets or maybe seven bullets. And, and I, I do want to point out, Tim, quickly that I, I love California if it weren't for the government and a lot of the people, unfortunately. And, and you know, same with New York. And, and the weird thing about New York, like California, is that most people outside of the big cities are more right of center. They're anti-government. I've noticed this in Northern California, beautiful cowboy country. A lot of people have guns out there. Same with New York. Most of the state of New York is very right of center, um, but then New York City controls the whole state. Just and, and to some extent, you know, Rochester and stuff, but mostly it's like it's New York City that really controls the state. Nobody likes Cuomo outside of New York City. Nobody. I, I, it's hard to find a single person. And then you go to California, outside of LA, San Francisco, San Diego is kind of right of center in a lot of ways, but LA and San Francisco, like nobody likes Newsom. Like, it, basically, 
everyone is more right of center because they are living in rural communities and they have to deal with these massive environmental taxes, massive business taxes, massive property tax. It's just absolutely, absolutely insane. Paper straws. <laughs> Paper straws. Yeah, you're like a cowboy. You're going into a diner. You're getting, you know, your steak and then you get a drink and they give you like a paper straw that dissolves in, in your like in your plastic cup. <laughs> it's like it's like a ticking time bomb. They're slowly getting more and more angry and they're like, that's it. I'm leaving California and I'm going somewhere else. And we are seeing that right now. So someone like Joe Rogan, he gets this massive deal, could be over $100 million with Spotify. He's as insinuated lately. You don't know how much I made. It might be more. I mean, that's a lot of money that's being taken away from California um, due to the taxes. I, th I feel like ca the California government's actually losing money with their taxes just by the amount of people that are leaving the state. Tesla, um, Elon Musk was talking about moving out of the state as well. I mean, I what do you he, I think he pulled the trigger on having Tesla's headquarters move to Texas. I think he already basically said he's going ahead and doing that. So yeah. that's but I mean, it's, there's a lot of incentive to do that. So, I mean, going forward, how do you think this is going to affect a state like California? Hopefully not negatively affect other places where people push socialist, you know, social justice warrior crap from California and Arizona and Nevada. But I mean, how do you think this will affect California long term? Yeah, you are seeing, you know, people from a lot of people from California moving over here and wondering why, you know, uh, wanting to vote in the same crap that they left from. Now, obviously, there's extenuating circumstance like myself from Arizona, like they want me, people like me. I know one of my, I have a very good friend from San Francisco area, and he's definitely not like a traditional San Franciscan. So obviously not pointing, you know, painting broad strokes here because there are people who are just, you know, born into where you're born into and trying to get out of there. But a lot of times we're the ones who see it the most because, you know, I went to a liberal arts school in New York, probably the most liberal arts school there is. But then I got to, but when you're in the belly of the beast and then you, you can see it, then you get even like a better, uh, just like people who lived underneath communism and other places. Uh, but yeah, you're going to see this bigger exodus and then while you see this exodus then you're in this you know dilemma where then you've got to then raise tax revenues so then you've got to take an already out you know overtaxed population tax them even more i mean like if you're in and i can't remember if it's illinois or illinois but if you're in if you're in illinois, illinois. if you're in illinois you know I, I always say like chirac or chicago i never say that my, my grandma and i gave a presentation I, like i nailed everything she's like you, you said illinois wrong and i'm like okay thanks grandma but anyways uh shout out to my grandma who you know, hopefully doesn't have coronavirus right now because her friend did get tested positive. But anyways, you're looking at a population where what, they had 24% of uh, of their pensions were funded. This is last year, like a, like a year and a half ago, they were 24%. Now, and that's off the government's own BS numbers. Now, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's probably, you know, 16, 15, I mean, 14. I mean, it doesn't even matter. There's no way they're funded anyways. And, uh, and what do they have to do? They have to raise taxes or cut benefits. I mean, there's really, it's not rocket science. Uh, you know, the last person who was sitting here is Colin Cantrell, who's, you know, uh, the son of a rocket scientist, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what you're going to have to do. And unfortunately they've gotten to the point where since no one made any tough decisions, uh, they're going to have to make the ultimate tough decision when the entire thing just implodes, but then what's going to come in a federal reserve bailout of all the, I mean, I'm sure with the president, uh, sleepy Joe Biden, that's probably what's going to happen. But all these places, are just going to have to keep, you know, continually having to do the same things that drove everybody out, but they're going to have to, and I'll say have to in air quotes because, you know, they're democratically controlled hellholes, so they're, they're going to, there's no way they're going to be cutting benefits. Even a place like Glendale, which we're at yesterday, so uh, we were hanging out in uh, this place called Westgate, and Glendale is, I believe it's the second most indebted, uh, not country, city in the, like, in the United States, and so at a certain, because they gave like $100 million to the Dodgers to build a spring training facility, 
and they give you know however many you know hundreds of millions to build you know the, uh, the football stadium and however many tens of hundreds of millions to build the the uh, hockey rink out there and, and the thing is mainly, it's mainly not even people from Arizona watching hockey so I mean <laughs> well, so Tim I wanted to ask though with this going forward obviously the housing bubble in places like LA and San Francisco and San Diego to a great extent are absolutely dramatic I mean the price of homes out there is ridiculous homelessness is skyrocketing it's just not a good place to be economically but how will all these people leaving California affect the real estate in these places when we have like five million dollar small homes in places like LA I mean how how will those prices be affected do you think by people leaving the state and not having demand for, or not having people filling those houses and that is one thing that makes it trickier because, you know, we got into in previous videos about demographics and how there's all these negative pressures. And obviously, you know, with a third of Americans not able to meet their uh, housing payments in July, that's going to be a big negative pressure. But in certain places like LA and New York City, there's going to be huge negative pressures to move out of there because no one wants to be, you know, on top of everybody during this whole pandemic. But then all of a sudden, uh, you know, places like, uh, you know, where I'm at right now in Phoenix or you know, places like Idaho, I think there's places in Oregon, there's, you know, other places even outside of New York City, uh, you know, you're seeing those real estates, you know, go up. And so it's just, can they go up more than the other negative factors that are bringing them down? And I think in certain select areas, the answer to that probably is yes. I say probably yes, definitely maybe. But then in other areas like New York City and LA, def I mean, there's no way in hell that, that those prices uh, are going to maintain where they're at. They've already been, you know, plunging, uh, you know, the past couple months. But you know, why would you? And then why do you even need to have a New York City when everyone's doing things on Zoom? Everyone's now doing different teleconferencing. You don't need to have. And then for me, I was using Zoom almost daily going back to 2015. I wasn't smart enough to buy the stock, so I mean, I, I should have been. But you know, what what was sucked is. Here I am, I built a virtual financial planning practice that was already using Zoom. And I, even for clients that were in Phoenix, I would rather use Zoom or talk on the phone with them because, you know, it does take with traffic, you know, nobody wants to go drive an hour. You know, why am I going to go waste driving an hour into Scottsdale? And, and, and so now I think other people have realized this, like, why am I going to send my CEO, uh, you know, across the country and have to go burn an entire day when I can go flip on a camera and then go talk to him right there. Now there's certain extenuating circumstances where it's good to be in person and it's good to have social interaction. And we're going to be up at the Jackalope Freedom Festival where we get to be around other like-minded people and it's that is important but in everyday day-to-day -day business situations it's not always vital to be right next to the person not price practicality i mean the the spending it, it's unnecessary to spend a bunch of money when you can and time you're yeah. spending time which is the biggest resource we have is time and then you know for me flipping on a camera versus having to screw around with all this other stuff i mean i'm wearing camo shorts right now but which is what you can do when you're on zoom but you can't uh maybe you couldn't see me if i just did stand up because they're camo no sorry bad joke anyways uh yeah the housing pressures i think in when it comes to a place like LA and New York City wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole other places I mean if you're in one of those places I think it whether it makes sense to get more rural because uh, when people lose it lose everything and they don't have anything left to lose they lose it and uh, I would not want I mean I'm in the very very outskirts of Phoenix basically the furthest out you can possibly get while kind of calling yourself Phoenix uh, which I'm technically not Phoenix but you know there's a reason for that that was strategic to be as far away from everything as possible because I don't want to be in the middle of a city when everything's going to hell in a handbasket and I don't think we're too far away from that blood being in the streets right now as uh, I forgot who Rothschild
Wilde would say back in the yeah, day. And honestly, um, with the collapse of Hollywood right now, with I mean, honestly, you know, you know, the propaganda is um, doing well just on the news, the programming from uh, televised news right now when they don't even need Hollywood because Hollywood's completely collapsing. Everyone laughs at, at Hollywood anytime any of them speak these days. It's actually kind of in our favor in a lot of ways, but um, it, it's just another sign of that empire is collapsing. Um, they're not producing anything really good anymore. All the old Hollywood stars, Olivia de Havilland just died, Kirk Douglas died, um, you know, Baby Peggy, and, and the reason I bring this up was Baby Peggy was the last 1920s movie star, died this year. Um, Olivia de Havilland was the last 1930s movie star, died just now. Um, Kirk Douglas was the last um, like 1940s actor, just died. The old Hollywood's dying, the new one is dying at the same time. Regis Philbin, um, you know, one of the biggest television stars of the 1970s, 80s, 90s, into the 2000s, um, just died. I mean, honestly, we're really seeing the collapse of the old guard in with the new and the new all these people desperately clinging on to fame they're all that's collapsing i see a major move away from hollywood in the near future remember hollywood started in new york new york moved to hollywood hollywood is moving to texas apparently so i mean and the, the reason i mention that is because edison had his you know studios in new york back in uh, the 1900s and 1912 it's like dw griffith moved to hollywood charlie chaplin moved to hollywood that kind of really started it all off but we're not going to go into the all that the point is California is kind of dying um, by their own sword right now, and we're going to see people move into the other rural communities, hopefully not cause negative effects in those places, but people naturally want to decentralize and move away from government, even if they support government, because at the end of the day, they want to be able to make a living and not have most of it stolen from them and not have to deal with paying unbelievable prices for a tiny little apartment in LA. So again- you just go fly, I mean, I'm like an hour away. I can just go to the airport and go fly there, be there in an hour, and then you know, with the amount of money you're saving in rent or your mortgage would be insane and so i mean you want to go to the beach i mean okay boom you can be there you know you know drive you know in two hours you know counting you know screwing around with the airport and getting there so i think that for joe rogan i mean if you're going to be saving yourself 13 million dollars you know you can go buy your own uh, plane uh you know for those for those types of uh you know savings just uh no brainer Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so I think we're going to continue to see this. So good on Joe Rogan. We'll probably see a lot more ce uh, celebrities do the same thing in the future and a lot more just everyday people who are sick of being extorted to death um, by the all-powerful criminal crime racket we call government. Anyway, we will continue to go into all this. Of course, if you want to become a client of Tim Pachotes, uh, you can find the link below for thelibertyadvisor.com. And obviously, he is a certified financial planner. So um, if you're interested in that, check that link below. And of course, like this video if you haven't already, share on social media to get around the shadow banning, and uh, join us at float.app, BitChute, Minds, and Library, linked below in the description as well as the comments. And of course, we are completely viewer funded, so you can find the links for GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar below as well, as well as our Cointree and Bitcoin. And also join our newsletter at www.imband.com. Again, all you need is a uh, email, and we won't spam you, and it really helps keep us alive. So. It doesn't take much. Just put your email into there. We really appreciate it. Anyway, I appreciate you going into all this with us, Tim, and we'll be back at you with much, much more crazy news this year. I, I'm really ready for 2021, but I don't think that'll get any better any uh, either. So um, let's hope for the best. Um, be free, live by example, be responsible, and um, break free from the chains that so many, unfortunately, revere. Disobey, my friends. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachot signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth.